Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and my guest today is Karen Johnson. Karen is a community health specialist with Crow Wing Energized. Karen, always good to see you. Welcome back. Thank you. Good afternoon, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and you have some big news, don't we? We sure do. We <laughs> have been leading up to this this to this day for a while. We were able to crown our vegetable for 2024 in Crow Wing County as part of the as part of the One Vegetable and One Community campaign. All right. Now people have been voting since what the county fair? Yep, since the county fair, we had over 1,900 votes cast. Wow! And it, I think it was a tight race. The P is our winner. Yeah, we should probably do a drum roll on that. <laughs> um, and she received 559 of those votes, or 30 percent. Wow! And it was followed really closely by um, zucchini. Zucchini received 466 votes, or 24% of the the votes that were cast. Well, there you go. So the veggie for next year, green bean, green bean is this year and continues through the end of the year, correct? Correct. Okay. Yep. But for next year, the P. The P we will be focusing. So we're hoping to see this um, in everybody's gardens as well as on everybody's plates. Well, uh, I know Tess and I had talked about uh, a fresh pea pod out of the garden. I don't know that there's anything better. I agree. And I don't think that – I think kids love it. They can go out and they can pick them um, and just eat them right then and there, or you can bring them in and cook them. And there's some really fun facts about the pea. Oh, okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's talk about the pea. So the pea is really famous. Um, Most people have heard of the book called The Princess and the Pea. Of course. Yep. Um, The pea protects our heart. And our gut, which Ooh, is so important that we just, you know, all vegetables do, but the pea, we can really call out for that. Um, one serving of peas contains as much vitamin C as eating two large apples. Wow. Did not know that. And the pea thrives in cooler temperatures, so it's it's really made for us that are living in central Minnesota. Um, you can plant it early in your garden, um, and it likes, to, it likes to grow in that climate. Yeah. And one cup of peas is more protein than a single egg. Man, I had no idea. Yep. Now, are there different varieties of peas? There are. Some are called snow peas, some are called snap peas, and some are called garden peas. And like the green bean this year, you can grow it in a bush variety, or you can grow it so that it will climb up. Um, you can have a vine or you can have something behind it, a stake, so that it can grow. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a different, couple different types of varieties to plant. Now, I know in the past you have sent uh, a packet of seeds home with the uh, kids uh, when you uh, talk about this at school, right? Right. So this year we were able to uh, impact over 900 students. First graders, we went in uh, the vegetables, we went in, talked about the benefits of eating them, and then gave them each a packet of seeds with instructions on how to plant it. So next year they'll be getting packets of pea seeds, if you will? Yes, they will. Yep, And we'll be meeting with a whole new set of students because we'll continue to meet with the first graders. Great. Now, it is important to get those five servings, isn't it? It really is. And we know that not a lot of people or not everybody gets those five servings. So I think it's important to remember it's easy to incorporate it into your lifestyle and into your diet. Um, and if you just think about, first of all, just buy them. You know, I think that if we go to the store and buy those healthy fruits and vegetables, we're more likely to eat them. That's true. Yep. And they're easy to eat. You can bring them home. You can chop them up. 
um, put them in a little container, and you can grab them and go. You know, I do that often with um, carrots and celery sticks. Sure. Just, you know, grab them and grow. You can crunch for a while. You can eat for a while. Um, and you feel better rather than grabbing a snack like potato chips or, you know, it just is. But you, first step is you have to buy them. Yeah, very true. And you true. have to be visible in your house. If you can put them in, you know, display them. If it's bananas sitting out, um, you just need to have them there so that they're easy and accessible to your whole family. Yeah, I was just going to say, and I find kids will eat those as long as they're available and the other stuff is not. Right, right. And sometimes with kids, you know, maybe they don't want to have a certain vegetable. Well, then we as parents or caregivers can think about other ways, like you can juice them. Um, I was looking a little bit about juicing, and it says that vegetables that are included can be celery, beetroot, kale, spinach, cucumber, ginger, cabbage, broccoli, and parsley. Mm. So look at all the different vegetables that you can juice and have. um, You can drink them. Um, And again, get those. The key being, let's get those servings. So uh, five servings of each of the vegetables and fruits, or you can mix it up and do 10 servings of vegetables a day if you'd like. Oh, fun. And of course, uh, vegetables, uh, they're very versatile. Versatile. So you already, you already talked about chopping up, eating them raw. Yep. But we can cook them as well. Yep, you can cook them. Um, easy to add, again, to uh, different things like soups and, soups and uh, hot dishes or sure. casseroles, whatever yeah. you prefer to call them. Um, this time of year, I think we're all thinking about um, fall weather, and this is a time that I think we all start to cook soups again. Yeah. Kind of don't do that in the summer. So you can truly sneak any vegetable into soup. Um, and and cook it, and you'll get those nutrients, and it's delicious. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. All right, any other ideas? You can make it the you can make it the main course. You know, you can really think differently, and instead of uh, highlighting a different type of protein, um, you can go ahead and make it the main course of your meal. You can. Um, also start your day with vegetables. So if you're a person that likes to cook an omelet, you can put spinach, broccoli, peppers in your omelet. When we went to the school, we had kids actually raise their hand as to if they had, because we were there in the morning for a lot of the schools to see if they had had uh, vegetables yet for the day. You'd be surprised how many kids raised their hands. Oh, that that's good. They had had carrots or yeah. they had had peppers um, raw and then, of, of course, cooked too. So it was really encouraging to see. Yeah. My kids and my grandkids love my omelet that I make with vegetables only. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And it's colorful, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, it, is. it just is, and they're delicious. Yeah. Yeah, you don't realize how sweet, you know, vegetables are until you actually start to incorporate them into your meals. Yeah. And the other thing my wife and I like is stir-frying. I know that's another one that's good for veggies. I agree. Kind of takes a dual effort, doesn't it, to, to chop the vegetables up so it can become a family affair. Yeah. But you're right. And there, you know, I've learned that, too. I've learned that over the past year, in fact, to incorporate onions and peppers, every color of pepper in there, mushrooms, whatever you like. Yeah. Um, and you put that in a stir-fry stir meal. It's delicious, and it's quick. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a relatively fast um, meal yeah. at the end of the day. All right. Any other ideas? Well, you could, instead of taking grains that we think of, you could incorporate the greens in there. And I think we do a really good job now at doing this. So swap out spaghetti noodles for zucchini noodles. Kids like zucchini noodles. Um, you can substitute uh, wraps with lettuce leaves on the outside. Yeah. And instead of rice, you can do cauliflower. So I think a lot of people now get 
their pizza with a cauliflower crust. Yes, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so there we go. Uh, a great, uh, a bunch of great ideas for eating vegetables and getting those five servings. And we'll look forward to eating peas in 2024. Yes, but yes. we can eat them now if we want to. Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I understand you have some news about the mental health fair. We do. Unfortunately, we had had this schedule for Saturday, October 28th. We've had it scheduled for a while and had uh, great people lined up to do breakout sessions. But just to low um, registrations, we've decided at this time uh, to postpone that event. So hopefully that we'll plan to offer that in early spring of next year or perhaps fall. Um, our mental fitness goal group, and ACEs and Resilience Coalition were busy planning this event. Um, And we had held it last year, but this year I just think we have some competing things like maybe Halloween out there. So um, just to respect people's time, we decided to make that call and postpone it, hopefully not cancel it indefinitely until next year. We have great topics to talk about at that time. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Mm -hmm. All right, so what else is happening then that you might be involved in? Well, it's a fun event that we've got planned Um, this next Thursday, which is October 26th. We're doing a first-time event, um, Indigenous Peoples Day, recognizing, um, and it's called 4,000 Words of an Indigenous People's History. So in our historic courthouse, not the new courthouse, but the historic courthouse, there are beautiful paintings by Sarah Thorpe Held. Um, I didn't realize they were there until uh, Tim Houle was gracious enough to share them with us, with me. Um, and we actually started to look at those paintings and talk about what do they mean to you? You know, looking at artwork, everybody has a different impression of it. Very true. A different interpretation. So really, um, at the end of the day, we want to have respectful, meaningful conversation with everybody that lives in our community. And we know that Indigenous people make up a fair um, percentage of the people that are our neighbors living right here. So it would be great to get different people's perspectives um, of the artwork that was created many years ago. Oh, wow. And on display. So the four different paintings, we're going to have tour guides that have volunteered to be there and share their knowledge. Um, and we have three different ones. Tim Hool has volunteered to be one of the um, tour guides. He is our county administrator. Uh, very knowledgeable um, and has great appreciation of the stories that the artist, Sarah uh, Held, has has displayed on the canvas. We also have Don Waddell. He's worked with the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe for over 35 years and six years with the UPEC people in Alaska. He's retired and serves on the Crow Wing County Historical Society board here in town. Yeah. And last but not least, David McCarthy, um, he states that his roots in Crow Wing County uh, date back to 1860 when his great times three grandfather, David McCarthy, and his wife, Nancy, moved to Crow Wing to be near her sister, Elizabeth, wife of Clement Boilo. Uh, David has written two books on the Mille Lacs Band Reservation, chronicling uh, his history of work there. He's a registered member of the White Earth Band of Ojibwe and considers himself a student of history regarding the fur trade in the area. Wow. 
That's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I have not seen those pictures. Do they depict our Native American friends? They do. Okay. They're they're beautiful, and it depicts the images of that time. Yeah. So the one you know is um, they're beautiful. One is uh, on the on the taken or depicted on the shores of the Mississippi at the uh, landing. So that would have been close to the Dairy Queen. But yeah, they really will um, spirit some conversation about what what do you think they meant. Yeah. When she painted them. What very, do you very interesting. Mm -hmm. So my wife was at a concert or a conference recently uh, down by the state capitol. And uh, they that's open for tours during the day. So I took the tour mm -hmm. and ended up in uh, the governor's uh, room where many of the large paintings had been taken down. I don't know if you realize that uh, many of the Native American community in uh, Minnesota did not like the way they were portrayed and so they did a rather large exhibit in another room at the state capitol talking about why they were um, not uh, appreciated by the local Native Americans and what was depicted wrong in those pictures. So mm -hmm. it was very interesting to get a different perspective on some of those pictures that have hanged in the that have hung in the Capitol for many many years. Right, and I I think you bring up a great point. Is that I we would love to have Indigenous and Native people um, share how they feel about those paintings. Yeah. I think that that's really important. Yeah, and um, everybody to listen to different people's opinions and. More importantly, maybe state the why. Yes. We sure can learn from that, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very interesting. So, again, that event will take place next Thursday, right? Correct. Starting at 4 o'clock, 4 to 7. And then that day, if you want to learn more about the artist, the um, courthouse is going to be open a little bit later in the day. They will be open from 3 to uh, 5 p.m. And they do have some um, extensive... Uh, information about the artist. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we invite people to be part of that. Um, and then I would imagine you have some co classes and things coming up yet through Crowing Energy. We do. So we constantly um, have the class open for the NDPP or the National Diabetic um, Prevention Program. So check out our website. That's the best place to find information. We currently are in the midst of offering classes um, on fall prevention. They're all full right now, but anticipate offering that again in January. So um, always check our website out. That's where you're going to find any events or any upcoming classes that we're offering. Very good. And that website, again, is crowingenergize.org. Right. Okay. Very good. Karen, uh, we covered a lot of territory, but we do appreciate you being here to talk about these uh, events and happenings. And congratulations to the P, the new uh, Crowing County Vegetable. For 2024. Very good. All right. Karen, thanks again for being here. Thank you. Karen Johnson is a community health specialist with Crowing Energized. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen to them on our free mobile app, and that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.